sentence that was just handed down by this court was obscene. That number was obnoxious. There are murderers who will get out faster than Harvey Weinstein will. That number spoke to the pressure of movements and the public. That number did not speak to evidence, nor did it speak to justice. I am overcome with anger at that number. I think that number is a uh, cowardly number to give. I think the judge caved, just as I believe the jury caved, and I am not happy. Yeah, well, we all feel bad for you and your client, Harvey Weinstein, who got 23 years in prison yesterday. Feisty little gal there. Yeah, and he... he Counterpoint should have been more. Yeah, and <laughs> murderers get more time. Well, he's every bit as bad a person as a murderer. Mm. Um, there are 90 women that have said that he uh, sexually assaulted him in a variety of ways over the years, going back to 1978. Ninety, uh, including full-on rapes, as we all know, and he's going to be in prison. And as soon as he got to jail yesterday, he did the whole clutch in his chest, and they sent him off to the hospital again. Oh, boy. <laughs> and uh, so they're doing that routine. Yeah. Um, it's, he, just, it's nice to know that there's a lawyer out there who will fight like crazy for you, no matter how horrible you are. We got some corona stuff in a second, but first, uh, Harvey Weinstein, so... You had the victims uh, come forward and talk to the judge, and the judge was seemed to be pretty swayed by that, and that's mm-hmm. why they went with you know closer to the maximum than closer to the minimum on this. But uh, Harvey got to talk, and there's no transcript of it or microphones there, but apparently uh, from court reporters, it was a 10-minute rambling screed about this is like blackballing communists in Hollywood back in the 50s and all hmm. kinds of weird crap. Hmm. That's but an interesting assertion, Harvey. Die in we'll prison. We'll contemplate that as you rot in your cage. Yes. Die in prison, you old rapist. Yeah. So well, that's good news. There's more trials to come. Yep. And the, uh, the one in Los Angeles is just getting ready to start. So good luck with that. Mm. He'll never see the light of day a free man again. Yep. So, uh, listen, for the sake of just being thorough, we're going to hit you with some of the headlines about uh, the coronavirus thing. Uh, you've probably heard most of these, but in case you haven't, the NBA has suspended the rest of its season. The NCAA, not quite sure what they're going to be about the, do about their tournament. That's going on. I just can't see. Yeah, major lo- parades canceled in many cities. I can't see logically how the tournament goes forward. You uh, can't have. Without fans, it could go forward as long as no players test positive, but that uh, seems pretty unlikely. you got 64 teams, each with 15 guys on the bench. Do the math. And coaches and everybody else? Traveling all across the country. You got to have your managers and your trainers and stuff like that as well. That adds hundreds more people. How many of the teams want to travel? You're from uh, you're from one of the states. There are a number of states that have no cases, and you're supposed to travel to some state that got a ton of cases and, and be in an arena that's in a town where they got. Why would you want to go? Well, there won't be any people in the arena other than. But there will be the- people at the airport. There will be people on the bus between the airport and the hotel. There will be people walk. in the hotel. You got to walk. There'll be people, walk. There'll be it's people, good for your condition. There will be people in the restaurants you eat at. There will be people in the bus taking you to the arena. I don't know. Not necessarily. These things can be planned around. You, you, you're, you're not going to eat or sleep? Or well, you yes, gonna... you're going to eat and sleep. You reserve floors of a hotel like mm. you're the Rolling Stones. You send your trainers out for food. They get the food wearing a mask. These things can be dealt with. Yeah. Fly private, I suppose. You're, you're not a good American. You're I'm, giving up too quickly. I don't see this happening. I don't see it happening either, honestly. But um, <laughs> I think the logistics of if we start the tournament and somebody gets diagnosed with it in week two of the tournament, yes. now what is, right. is an impossibility. You know what I don't know? And what sh- you don't know could fill a book. Oh, geez. A I've never understood that expression. <laughs> uh, nobody knows everything. 
What anybody doesn't know could fill Usually it's a about library. something, though. It's usually a category. It's like, oh, oh, a specific yeah. topic. I what, see. What you don't know about car mechanics could fill a book. That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, now I get it. Okay. Anyway, see, I didn't know about that expression. <laughs> <laughs> what you don't know about common old-timey expressions could fill a book. <laughs> well, you shied one in Kroger Kroger. <laughs> Oh, I've got something great coming up. There's a Joe Biden Twitter feed. It's fake, oh boy. but it's all kinds of wacky sayings, and whoever's making them up is doing a great job. It's really entertaining. We'll get to that later. All right. Um, back well, to the, what were we just talking well, about? Well, we were talking about the NCAA tournament, but I didn't want to get bogged down, um, unless you have more to say I on I had the an tournament. interesting point, though. I doubt it. Um, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say... Colleges across America are extending spring break and canceling live classes and saying, all right, everything's online now, which is enormously disruptive in a lot of ways, including um, teachers who've never done an online course. It's not as easy as just standing in front of a camera and teaching the course. Um, And so this is going to really, really mess up the colleges and universities across America. It's entirely possible to move us toward a saner future in which you're not borrowing $100,000 to get a crappy education at some, you know, vaunted collection of brick buildings on a campus somewhere when that knowledge is available for free on the Internet. I thought of my point on the NCAA tournament. I'll have that next. All right, Jack's interesting point. He assures us it's interesting. We'll find out together. (laughs) I guarantee you're going to find this interesting. You want a home security system because property crime is skyrocketing thanks to a lot of idiotic laws. But anyway, so do you wait weeks for a tech to do a messy installation that costs a small fortune then you have a contract forever? No, you go with Simply Safe, award-winning Simply Safe home security systems. Blanket your whole home in safety. We're talking about your outdoor cameras and your door doorbell alerts and that sort of stuff. You install it yourself, 30 minutes to an hour. No contracts. You're not locked in like all these other systems for like a year or two years, however long you decide, I don't want this anymore. You don't have to worry about that. About 50 cents a day. This is what you do. 60-day risk-free trial with free shipping. Why wouldn't you try this? And it's everything from the doorbell alerts and stuff and the cameras Jack was talking about to entry motion glass break sensors. You can either buy the pre-packaged uh, package or you can design your own for your particular needs. Maybe you have a ranch or something. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Get that free shipping and risk-free trial. It's simply with two eyes. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. These decisions to cancel things come down to money primarily, um, and I don't, uh, I don't throw that around in a uh, derisive way like a lot of people do, particularly on the left. Oh, the almighty dollar! Yes, yes, it's a business. They're all it's in how business. People feed themselves exactly. This is this is this is a many many people's livelihoods. Um, so it makes perfectly good sense to not. Uh, whether it's the president trying to keep the stock market going or, you know, people in the NBA or whatever, it makes perfectly good sense to not want to jerk jerk around people's livelihoods like this. There's a crowd of academics who, you know, they've never had real jobs, so this doesn't apply to them, that can't imagine money being a factor in these decisions. (laughs) Are you crazy? Hey, can I jump in real quickly? The NBA players are, are fine, obviously. This is about the concession stand workers, and the and the uh, the janitors 
and the waiters and waitresses at the clubs next door are barely getting by. This is devastating for them. Well, and it's, 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 got, it's got so many tentacles. How about all the advertisers? They buy advertisements on the games because they believe it sells them more cars or whatever. Right. They're not going to sell those cars. I mean, it's, it trickles down so far. But on the NCAA thing, I don't know how much money they make in the first round. That's when the most teams play. Yes. You got all 64 teams playing, mm-hmm. 32 games. If that's the biggest chunk of the money, they might be thinking we just if we can get this first weekend in, that would be thirty percent of our entire amount of money. Yeah, they that might be the. I have no idea. Yeah, I wonder. It, it's very complicated because TV money is most of the money, but then the various stadiums that are holding the games, there are tens of thousands of working people who are going to get screwed. But it just it is what it is. There, this is a once in a lifetime disruption of our lives. We'll all be talking about it for the rest of our days. Uh, what Major League Baseball is going to do, nobody's quite sure. Um, but colleges, high schools, your local school districts, wait a couple of days. We could see massive closures of schools all across America. I would, I would the assume. point being to flatten the curve, everybody. That's the phrase you need to know, flattening the curve. The long and short of it is if we can slow the spread then we slow the number of people who need critical care, and we can keep it at a manageable level. If it all happens at once, there will be otherwise healthy, vital, youngish people who just can't get to a ventilator, and they'll die. And that's what we're really trying to prevent. I told my wife last night, I said, I fully expect Sam to not be going to school next week. And I think that was after I was reading the number of states that have uh, come up with this no gatherings of larger than 250 people. Well, that's every school. 250 people oh my goodness yeah yeah um, you know it's it was, a lot of people on the left are making a big deal of well we can't close the schools because so many kids uh, depend on the schools for their meals and their health care all right and their nurturing and the rest of it uh, hey how about number one you don't let the government raise your child and number two can we reinstitute the idea of you are responsible for your children the first time i ever heard and, and i'm serious about this the notion that the family is a unit of oppression and the government and society should raise all children communally was in college. Um, and it was taught by a professor who was, in retrospect, clearly a Marxist. The, the push to not have people in charge of their own kids is absolutely from the extreme left. And they couch it in terms of concern and helpfulness. But you have a segment of American society that has absorbed the message that I don't have to take care of my kids. That's not my responsibility. That is incredibly dangerous. I realize that's a bit of a tangent to the topic. But if we get to the point where we can't close schools because how will the kids eat? How how on its turned on its head is that? It's it's ridiculous. Anyway, back to the coronavirus. Um, I would start thinking about if you work and your kids are at school, um, and you're not sure what would happen to them if there was no school or who'd take care of them and the rest of it. I'd start thinking about that right now. I'd start planning on it because it's almost certain to spread. This is all wrong. I should be back in school. I'm so sorry, Greta. Oh, uh, Greta, by the way, uh, little Greta Thunberg came out with a, a statement the other day. It had to do with coronavirus is an example of the oppression of something or other, and there can be no justice without climate justice and blah, blah, blah. It's the whole wackadoo, we just need to take power thing from the left. The Green New Deal isn't about green. It's about New Deal. 
craziness. Um, probably should talk a little bit about the president's address last night and some of the very latest on the corona thing, among other stuff. Uh, uh, some Iran proxies killed some U.S. soldiers in Iraq yesterday. That could be a very big deal. That's the sort of thing that would be the headline today if we didn't have coronavirus going on. Well, and, and Bernie's speech yesterday was oh, insane. Yeah? It was one of, some, one of the most hardball and political speeches I've ever heard. It seems like old news now. but and If we'll you don't get, know what we're talking about, uh, stay tuned. We'll explain that to you. And if you're afraid of the coronavirus, an Iranian cleric uh, has uh, suggested applying essential oils to your anus. What? So <laughs> run out, get some essential oils, and we'll, uh, we'll give that, that complete list of instructions. Next. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. is reportedly testing a new feature that would allow iPhone users to unsend text messages after they've already been delivered. How far back? Asked Anthony Weiner. Wow, that would be cool. Yes. I'm surprised that technology doesn't exist already. I mean, if I can send one, why can't I retract it? My spider sense is tingling. There's something wrong with this. Um, <laughs> and... Ah, yeah, I, I absolutely see the appeal of it. I oh, get yeah. it, and we've all done it. Think, oh my God, wrong person! Or and, just and, ref, uh, on reflection, yeah, that wasn't a good idea. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, okay, I'm for it. Turns <laughs> out you're not the source of all evil. I was, I was drinking. I got a little right. emotion. I'm sorry. By love you, I meant love your spirit. I, you just, you know, you bring a lot to the table. I love humanity. <laughs> I'm Christian. I uh, love thy neighbor. You're kind of my neighbor. <laughs> oh, right. Um, I just, I could see it, you know, in, in criminal situations or, or whatever, people destroying evidence, but I don't know. I'll cross um, that bridge when we come to yeah. it. I'm for more freedom. A couple of quick notes, and then I got something funny. Um, That's why they call me Big Freedom, if you're new to the show. Right, Joe Getty, a.k.a. Big Freedom. The CEO of JetBlue just said he expects the coronavirus to have more of an impact on flying than 9-11 did, which is something. Uh, wow. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I'll bet nobody's going nowhere for like the next six weeks. It's all hitting like what? this week. but I, Honey, I think... come home. I miss you. My wife's 2,500 miles away from me right now, and I'm very fond of her. Oh, that reminds me of my kid who's in college. Her college is now suspended for weeks, months, and nobody even knows. Um, she said she doesn't want to be on campus because she broke up with her boyfriend. She doesn't want to be hanging around. Um, so I said, you could come home. She said, yeah, yeah, why don't we, uh, I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. You don't want to come home and hang out with your mom and dad? <laughs> We could uh, play cribbage and, 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 I don't know, talk about politics. Do old people stuff. <laughs> um, God, I have so much stuff to get to today. But this, uh, it's a fake Joe Biden Twitter feed. It's, it's meant to be fake. They're not trying to fool people with it. Right. It's a parody site. In the way that I got fooled by a fake OJ site last night that I retweeted. But uh, in my defense, O.J. says a lot of wacky stuff, so it's not that oh, outlandish. Yeah. 
Right. And, and you know, I, I wouldn't put you high on the list of OJ's victims. So, <laughs> But anyway, this is a supposed to be. So try to hear this in Joe Biden's voice. And there's like lots of tweets. They're going to tweet out every single day. Joe Biden. I used to play this board game, me and the neighbor girl. Weird thing, weird looking thing, this thing. One afternoon we were playing, and sure as stars, I wake up in the jungle. Nightmare situation. Spent 20 years in there. I did. Awful stuff. Just awful. But I'd do it again. That's one tweet. (laughs) That's pretty good. (laughs) Followed by dinosaurs. The indisputable fact, indisputable, is that lizards roam the earth. I won't tell you, it does mesmerize me. Truly wild stuff, this stuff. It applies for the here and now. It's likely. Might be time to think about it. That is pretty good. Wow. Joe Biden rambling. (laughs) That is really, really good. And it's, it's endless, and apparently they show up every day, so you know. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, if you missed the speech yesterday, Bernie said uh, he, he gave himself an off-ramp, is a phrase I'm seeing, but it was on his terms saying, Joe, what are you going to do about college debt? And Joe, what are you going to do about this? And what are you going to do about that? And when we debate Sunday night, I'm going to kick your butt. And and so it was it was a weird, I'm going to I'm going to lay waste to the town before I leave it moment. We'll hit you with some of those clips, maybe, but have you heard about the debate Sunday? Is that still on? Yeah, well, I, there's nobody... They're going to use Corona as an excuse. No, they. Well, yeah. There, there already been announced there'll be no crowd because of awesome. Corona. Finally! So two old men, one of them trying to ruin the other one's life. Right. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what that is in, fr- in front of silence. That the would be one, a weird moment. The other one barely clinging to reality. So let me conclude the way I began. Donald Trump must be defeated, and I will do everything in my power to make that happen. On Sunday night, in the first one-on-one debate of this campaign, the American people will have the opportunity to see which candidate is best positioned to accomplish that goal. Thank you all very much. So that was Bernard Bernard Sanders. Sanders. (laughs) We're trying to bring you up to speed on everything that's going on in the world since the whole news thing got obliterated last night in about a 15-minute period when the NBA announced they're done. The president gave his speech, and Tom Hanks has corona. God help us. All that happened in 15 minutes and kind of just took over everything. And now today, you got the stock market once again in... uh, in a dive, the 11-year bull run is over, and uh, so all that. But anyway, Bernie, yeah, he had a, he had a little uh, statement yesterday morning. And his statement was, not only am I not getting out, but I want it to be me versus Biden, and you choose which one's best, and this thing ain't over. I'm still in. He is, listen, why would he want to unify the Democratic Party? Number one, he ain't in it. Number two, he's a... a, a now, i got to restrain myself here. He's a freaking Marxist. I mean, he's Marxist light, but he's, he's, he's a radical. He's a dangerous radical who wants to bring down the most successful, brilliant, awe-inspiring economy on Earth and restructure it completely. And he's convinced a fair number of people that's a good idea. Ay, ay, ay. There's some days I think democracy is 
probably a mistake. Well, I think if I'm a Democrat, I'm pretty unhappy about this. Oh, guaranteed. Guaranteed. He can only do damage at this point. Yeah, um, I was going to try to find this stuff from Dana Milbank. Okay, here it is. Dana Milbank in the Washington Post, he's got a new thing he's going to call Spoiler Watch. I begin a new feature called Spoiler Watch. It will track the campaign of vanity and self-aggrandizement the once idealistic Sanders candidacy has now become. Everything Sanders does from this point on until he eventually hopefully throws his support to Biden will be to benefit to the benefit of a grateful President Trump. Uh, it takes a certain amount of chutzpah for a guy to cite polls when the polls that actually matter, the primaries, have gone emphatically against him. Yeah, Bernie was citing various polls where we did this or that. Yeah, they take polls. It's called voting, and you're getting your ass handed to you. Well, and Florida's going to be an unmitigated disaster for him. There were three states on Tuesday ev- where every county went to Biden. Right. That's extraordinary. Right. It takes even more chutzpah, says Dana Milbank in the Washington Post. For a guy who has held office for 40 years, 30 in Congress, to pretend he's not part of the establishment or firmament of D.C. No kidding. And it's the pinnacle of chutzpah to suggest that he alone speaks for young people when there's little evidence of a youth revolution that he has been advertising. You know, I quibble with Dana Milbank, who's a semi-frequent guest on the Armstrong and Getty Show. He's a liberal, but he's a very interesting guy. Um, And (laughs) I don't think it's, what did he say, egotism and what was the other thing? Self-aggrandizement. Right. I don't think it's that at all. Bernie Sanders has been spouting this Marxist nonsense since he was a lad. He never even held a job till he was 40 because he was too busy being like a, a Karl Marx. Marx never had a job. Marx begged his way through life. He didn't know what work was and, 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 and profit and making a payroll and making something of your life. You're just a friggin' Marxist whiner. So Bernie is sincere. I don't think it's self-aggrandizement. I think he believes his own nonsense, and it makes me crazy that his nonsense has infected so many people's brains. I think you're absolutely right. I think you're absolutely right. It's not the Hillary Clinton, I was born to be president, it's important I become president. No, I believe in a socialist utopia. Right. And I'm going to push it till my last breath. Then, which I'm hoping ain't too long. Oh, oh wait, hey, I'm so hey, sorry. Whoa, whoa. I, I take the, hit the dump button. Hit the dump button. I, mean, I, I never do that. I never wish for... You know, wait a minute. I have wished for dictators to die quite a few times. Right. I hope uh, Putin dies tomorrow. You can't You wish for U.S. senators to pass. Joe's got a mild case of the corona. It's affected his brain. Just a little low. Here's the math on it, by the way, and then we'll be done with uh, talking about Bernie. I think the whole Bernie thing is probably over, but... Well, you get more quibbling. The Democrats' knight in shining armor is Don Quixote. Joe Biden is a rattling, coughing, limping night. Well, but, and he can't take more than a couple of blows. Well, and and, and the, the tangerine tornado is ready to, to give him both uh, both barrels. What, what are you suggesting might happen, though? Bernie can't catch him. I'll give you the math. Bernie is going is gonna to attack him and try to bring him down with every fiber of him starting Sunday night if they hold a debate. Surely not. Bernie is going to kill Biden or so weaken him he can't win. Surely not. The Bernie thing is is going to be over in a pyrrhic victory he's going to burn 
burn everything down. He's going to be like the Joker in the one Batman movie. You know, part of a different article I read was about how it's a little tough for Bernie because Biden is one of the uh, uh, has always been nice to him. Biden's one of the very few people that was always nice to him in the Senate mm. because Biden's just nice to everybody. Yeah. Everybody else was mean to Bernie <laughs> because so. he's a crackpot Marxist. <laughs> but anyway, um, the math on it is Bernie would need to beat Biden every single remaining state by an average of 12 points to catch him. That would be extraordinary, especially when he's behind by 20 points nationally and 40 points in Florida. I, I can't. Be- it's just mathematically impossible. I can't believe I'm going to do this. This is so turning everything on its head. Positive, Sean. Can you find for us Alfred's little statement there from the Batman movie where he talks about some men don't want to blah, blah, blah. Bernie isn't about, well, I think he is partly about winning, but he doesn't care what he damages. Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz, uh, Jeb, low energy Jeb Bush, all those guys, none of those guys were going to burn down the Republican Party to beat Trump. Bernie will End the Democratic Party if that's what it takes. I think uh, you got to stop looking at him as a as a candidate and start looking at him as an explode as a, as a as a ticking time bomb. Hmm. Although it's it's less a time bomb than a grenade, and he himself holds the pin. Why would Biden debate him Sunday night? Because it would look so terrible not to. I'm not saying I believe I don't think that it, argument. I'm just yeah. saying that's the only argument I, I can come up with. I don't think it would look terrible to anybody but the hardcore Bernie supporters, and you're not getting them no matter what you do. Well, and, and Democratic Party, listen, why am I telling you your business? Because I, I want you to lose. Um, not not just the presidential you election, but in, in general. No, that's kind of no, your thing. No, it's not. No, I that's don't want the status anybody. quo, Joe. I don't want anybody to die except loathsome dictators and those who deny people their human rights. But um, where was I? Oh, Democratic Party. Why are you not taking advantage of the 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 news storm of the suspension of the NBA season, the NCAA tournament, all the the, the colleges, the schools, everything, the the president's speech, and say, yeah, the uh, the uh, debate uh, Sunday is canceled because of the coronavirus. Uh, and by the way, uh, Biden's got to win. So just cancel it. It'll get eclipsed by everything else in the news. Any bad PR won't happen. I don't know. Maybe they think it would actually be right to hold the debate. So is, is this the clip you were looking for? Some men aren't looking for anything logical like money. They can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. Or Bernard Sanders. Right. <laughs> or become communist. Um, I wonder when a major political figure gets the coronavirus. Trump could get it. Biden could get it. Didn't Getz, the guy who showed up with the uh, the gas mask at Congress, he didn't was he exposed get it? to it. Yeah, okay. He's self quarantining. Yeah, but, but he he, uh, he flew on Air Force One. Actually, it's. I wonder um, if they would tell us anyway. Uh, uh, Doug Collins, or who was it who shook hands with the president? Collins, I think. after being exposed. Yeah. So yeah, you're absolutely right. It will. Well, it's going to touch every family, I think, probably in every community. Uh, eventually, we've just got to keep. Uh, we got to flatten the curve. What if Trump got it though? What what a what a crazy story that would be. That would be something. That would be like the 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 crazy news flow that it has been since he was elected. With everything that's going on now, which is like taking it to eleven. And then I don't know. I don't know what happens. Do our heads explode? 
I certainly if hope not. That news coverage? Now, that's a symptom. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me we could find a ventilator for the president, but uh, oh, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. God help us if it came to that. Yeah. We certainly hope not. Well, yeah. I hope nobody gets it. But Right. Right. All right, then. I'm not like you. <laughs> You're wishing ill on people. These are once-in-a-lifetime times. These, This is an amazing time. Uh, you know, be smart, wash your hands. Oh, and, I wanted to uh, talk about crowds. that. I wanted to talk a little bit more about the president's speech, because I okay. thought that part was uh, extraordinary. Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Now Tom Hanks has just tweeted just moments ago, quoting here, he says, Hello folks, Rita and I are down here in Australia. We felt a bit tired, like we had colds and some body aches. Rita had some chills that came and went, slight fevers too. To play things right, as is needed in the world right now, we were tested for coronavirus and were found to be positive. The question now is, what happens to them down there? You know what, now it's real. It's just gotten real. Tom Hanks says coronavirus. <laughs> really? So we got this text. Um, the reason it's important to know Tom Hanks has the communist virus is that the media will cover it a lot, and when he heals up just fine, and it wasn't that big a deal, maybe the hysteria will lessen a bit. That's true. For the healthy crowd, maybe if they're following Tom Hanks and see, oh, okay, it's like a mild version of the flu for, for yeah. anybody who's not old, awesome. That's good news. Yeah. Coming up, a traditional, uh, a uh, an imam who is a purveyor of traditional Islamic medicine suggests you apply essential oils to your anus to cure the coronavirus. So go ahead, get an essential oil, whatever that is. Five W thirty is that, and uh, that's a good oil, but it's not an essential oil. Um, and and get your oils together. We'll give you the, the rest of the directions coming up. Um, They're fairly brief. <laughs> Social distancing, which I've been for my entire life, going into full effect as officials in California, Oregon, and Washington State, why that would be the West Coast, announced bans on gatherings of more than 250 people. That's the most far-reaching measures yet of any state. I'm sorry, who's ordered this? It just says, rules enforcing social distancing are in effect. Officials in California, Oregon, and Washington announced a ban on gatherings of more than 250 people. So my Wilco concert is off. Well, I don't know. What the heck? I still don't know what's uh, what's a suggestion and what's like it is a law. Uh, what's their poll? Are they only bringing in like 220 people a show? Good Maybe it's Lord, still no. How dare you, sir? <laughs> well, I don't know how big a theater you're going to. but It's bigger than 220 people. But my band are these, might play a 220-person theater, these, but not, not the mighty Wilco. Are these suggestions or laws? That's what I still don't quite understand. Can the mayor or city council or whatever say... Sorry, you can't have a concert there. That's more than 250 people. Can they do that well, and very if you easily? Do, what, was the band shot on sight, or do <laughs> yeah, people you... go to jail, or do you get a, a rifle butt to the side of your head, or what? I guess, What's I'll, the enforcement mechanism? I'll bet we're going to find out here in the next uh, month or so. Yeah, and, and listen, uh, with all due respect to taking this thing seriously, to protect the vulnerable populations. We don't want mom and dad to die of this thing, you know? Um, with all due respect to the seriousness of it, I don't need some tin horn dip ass bureaucrat infringing on my uh, civil liberties 
based on some half-baked notion that they acquired in a 45-minute meeting, yeah. which is the way a lot of half-wit you know, bureaucrats behave. Yeah, I read, I read a decent piece from a libertarian perspective on this yesterday uh, about you just... You, um, well, Tim, the lawyer's a libertarian. We have him on all the time, Tim Sandifer, and he makes the argument that, yeah, even libertarians of his bent, man, libertarians, you can't, you can't lump them together. Libertarians oh, no. are all over the map. No. They're more all over the map than anybody. Right. But, um, his brand of a libertarian says, yeah, for the, you can mandate vaccines because for the entire public good, it's important that we eradicate this disease, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to very easily give government the right at all different levels. From your city council to county commissioners on up to to shut down gatherings this easily. Mm -hmm. Well, Well, shut down your freedom of movement, I think, to reduce it to its most basic element. Just don't want it to become a habit. We don't have, uh, what do you call them, uh, 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 on the road, you got a, a checkpoint. We don't have checkpoints in this country. Unless you're coming back to California and they ask you if you have any bananas or whatever. Coronavirus is... Yes, I have no bananas. I like this headline, and this is good news if you got kids, obviously. Uh, coronavirus is sparing children, and no one knows why. Nobody's sure why. It just doesn't seem to affect kids. Right, right. What is it different about the makeup of a child that they don't get it? And they're hoping that might be the key to some sort of vaccine. If they can figure that out. Well, yeah, and, and thank goodness for it. Uh, oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. I know that. Yeah. That's one of the reasons I'm not as worried. But um, uh, So this is making the rounds. A lot of conspiracy theories are making the rounds. This is one of your main ones. Because there's a guy with a Twitter feed who's, who's from MIT. And it's supposed to be your super smart people, right? He, and, like, works at MIT? Yeah. Okay. And, he, and, he, and he studies... Uh, immune systems. That's what he does for a living. Anyway, and, good you work know, if you can get it. Of course, it's a Twitter feed, so who knows if any of this is true? But right. it, this is what this is one of the ones that's making the rounds. People are sharing it everywhere. Coronavirus fear mongering by the deep state will go down in history as one of the biggest frauds to manipulate economies, suppress dissent, and push mandated medicines. Making the argument that this is a, an attempt to shut down free society uh, under the guise of the coronavirus. <sighs> I'm not sure I buy that exactly, but I will tell you this, uh, having followed the, the news last night, and let me swipe to that picture, um, the Democrats in the Senate of the United States have proposed six months relief on federal student loans and mortgages. Okay. Which sounds kind and generous, but that's awfully close to some seriously radical proposals sure. they've had in the past. Yeah, exactly. Hey, that, yeah, if one of your controversial proposals is wiping out college debt, finding a way to wipe it out temporarily seems like a good step that direction. Right, exactly. And a six-month uh, relief on mortgages? For whom? For everybody? Disaster grants to help local economies. All right, I could see that. Small Business Association grants. The administration has proposed something similar. Assistance for local transit systems. To do what? I'll never let a crisis go to waste. There's going to be a lot of money thrown around. Right. Rental and mortgage payment assistance. Grants for affected schools. If they got no kids there and they're not teaching, why would they need an extra grant? 
to stay open, maybe, to pay the teachers? Okay, let's get specific. But, Jack, you're exactly right. You've nailed it. They will find a way to say, well, all these policies we've been pushing for years that Americans have rejected because it is absolutely creeping us toward an economy-paralyzing French system. Uh, well, well, suddenly, because of the coronavirus, we need these things in right away. And then they're in. I can't wait to read the stories that will be written long after the fact on how various decisions were made. Based on what information? We got this text. No gatherings of more than 250 people in California, Oregon, or Washington. Why 250? Why not 300 or 200? I mean, I would like to know. I mean, you have to pick a number. Right. But how much science was involved and how much is just kind of bureaucrat busybodies picking a number? I would like to know Three pounds. Three pounds of science. I don't know. How do you measure that? You got to pick a number. Um, but, yeah, it's a legitimate question. I was asking myself the same thing. Of course, you know, with a thousand people, there are four times as many who might expose me to coronavirus if I came close enough to them. I don't know if it's one of those square dances where you swap partners a lot or what, but uh, because I'm not I'm only going to be close to, say, half a dozen dozen people at a concert. For well, instance. as I mentioned before, this is my time. I've been preparing for this my whole life. I try not to get close to anyone. And I have no plans to do anything or go anywhere. Right. That's the way I live my life. Exactly. I've been preparing for the coronavirus forever. So are you going to become some sort of guru? Some sort of probably have online training academies for how to live a happy life while isolated? The never eat out, the never go to a concert or a ball game lifestyle. And before bedtime, drench some cotton in violet oil and apply it onto your anus. Quit according saying to this. that. This traditional Islamic medicine expert in Iran, where people are dying like crazy, by the way, wink, nod. At the top of their government. Yeah. They're dropping like flies. Yeah. How, did, they, how did that happen? Is their health care that bad there? Oh, 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 it's terrible. Plus, they have the sort of secrecy and dictatorship uh, things that China's dealing with as well. 